welcome to another episode of Steel Roses Podcast. This podcast was created for women by women to elevate women's voices. Um, welcome to the show today. You're hearing Jenny Jenny's voice today. Um, so I wanted to um, kind of bring things full circle because I've been doing a lot of self-work on my side. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I am an avid, avid um, self, I don't know what, I don't know what to call it, starter perhaps. Um, I constantly am looking for ways that I can improve or better myself. It seems to be something that I started many years ago, (laughs) constantly on a, on a search basically to, to scale. I always want to do something better. I'm not real great at staying just kind of like at a plateau. Um, so with that in mind, um, I do listen to podcasts, uh, other people's podcasts. Um, Kathy Heller is my favorite. And I like to listen to hers because her vibe and how she handles things and just the guests that she has that she has on her show are always really positive. And it's in alignment with how I'm living my life and how I'd like my family to live their lives and, and how I'm trying to affect change personally for myself and for my family members. Um, one of the episodes that I happened to come upon, um, and, and I say happened to come upon, I want to <laughs> shed some light here too. It's very interesting because I will find myself um, feeling a gap or I'll kind of find myself feeling frustrated about something. And very randomly, I will pick up a book, pick up an article, pick out one of Kathy's podcasts, or I'll you know, refer back to um, the Abundance Ever After course I took with her and look through the lessons. And I always seem to find just the right one with just the right messaging (laughs) that I need to hear in that moment in time. So this episode in particular, um, Kathy was interviewing Hal Elrod. Hal is the author of The Miracle Morning. Um, This in no way, by the way, is an affiliated sponsored situation. I'm actually reading through this book right now. So I listened to the episode with Kathy. I'll link it in the description of this this podcast episode in case you guys want to check it out. I listened through the episode. Hal's story is really tremendous. Um, and it's one of those stories there. He went through these tremendous challenges in his life where people could have just laid down and said, I give up. And instead he said, I don't, I don't think this is right. I think I can do better than this. I think I can scale. Um, and by scale, I mean, go above and beyond. Go above what you're doing right now, regardless of its finances, personal, whatever. Scale means to me, just go above. So you'll hear me say that quite a bit. But that was kind of like the takeaway. Like he took these challenges, he took, you know, poverty, he took, you know, the loss of business, cancer. Like he really just had all these challenges. Couldn't, he got into this horrible accident at one point, couldn't, they said he was going to die. He, and never walk again. And, and he overcame all these challenges. So strong recommend, listen to the episode. And honestly, I'm going to recommend picking up the book up front. Um, so I listened to this episode. I'm like, let me check out this book that he wrote. So he, what really struck me is that in all the research that I do for meditating affirmations, you know, living a healthier lifestyle, just overall wellness, like general wellness research that I do on my own, how basically took every single topic and he condensed it down into one set of steps that you can implement into your everyday life. And this really um, felt, uh, it felt like a unique moment where I was like, this all makes sense. 
Um, and it also was gratifying in the sense that it confirmed to me that like, oh, I have been down, I'm going down the correct path here. Like what I've been doing with my life and what I've been trying to, the changes I've tried to affect um, personally is correct, which is nice to get some validation there, right? So he goes through his book and he breaks everything down into six separate steps. And the whole intention is that every single day you go through these steps and you can do them in the morning or in the evening or, or whatever really fits your schedule. But as long as you're getting them done, it's going to affect change in your life. Um, so I'm game, right? Because you already know me. I mean, I'm ups- I'm an early, I like to get up early um, just because that, let me rephrase that. I don't like to get up early. I get up early because that seems to be the only window that I can take for myself when no one else is awake, the house is quiet, and I can really just focus on what I want to focus on. Um, full on transparency, when my kids were little, like the first four years of their lives, of my kids' lives, I uh, I couldn't do anything for myself. I was wholly just focused on them. So if you're listening to this and you have small children and you're like, yeah, right, Jenny, when can I do this? Maybe you can't do it right now. Totally fine. But you can do it eventually. So I do want you to hear this too. Um so basically just like his his steps just kind of break everything down. Um the beauty of it that I have found in what makes it work for me is that as I said I don't love getting up early. I just happen to do it because this is the only time I can find. Um on the mornings where I have forgotten to set my alarm, which has happened like 3 times now, or the mornings where my phone has died in the middle of the night, which happened once already, um, or the times that my kids get up earlier than me and grab my phone and go into their room and watch, you know, movies and stuff. In those instances, when I don't get up an hour earlier than I, you know, than I would like, and I only have 30 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever the case is, you can condense the steps down. So that to me is the really big thing here. It makes it work for you. The other cool thing that I'm exploring right now is the app that goes along with the Miracle Morning. I haven't really dove into the app. I've been doing everything on my own at this point, but there is an app for support as well. And it is free. There is a paid version where you obviously get access to more materials. You get access to a bunch of stuff, but the free version really just helps keep you on track. And there's free videos. There's like resources that you can plug into. Um, Just some some just key snippets that I wanted to highlight um, from the book itself. Um, that And one of the things that I actually felt pretty impactful for me. So I have been a person, my first like foyer into this whole alignment meditation and affirmation, visualization, the whole bit was back in um, 2000 and I think six or seven when um, somebody had you know, put me on the book, um, The Secret. That's when it was released. And I watched the video and I read the book and I just kept rereading it to refresh my memory. And there's there's information in there that talks about visualization, affirmations, vision boarding, like the whole gamut. What Hal's book does is he breaks each of these steps down and actually discusses like the way to do this, like the correct way to really visualize, the cor- the correct way to you know, do your affirmations. I've been practicing all these things for 14 years and reading through his book is like a, oh, oh, light bulb moment here. Like, oh, I really haven't been doing this right. And like, yeah, I've affected some change in my life, but not what I wanted. And there's a reason for that. So I really do tr- like strongly recommend um, picking the book up and reading through it. It really is incredibly helpful. 
Um, I'm probably going to be posting updates on LinkedIn like throughout and, and maybe I'll, I'll keep you guys looped in here too when I record these episodes solo, but it's, it has been making a difference. And the biggest thing that I've noticed for myself personally in doing this is that, um, how I'm showing up every day is, um, is much more positive. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. Um, from five thirty to about seven thirty at night, it's like total mayhem in my house because my kids are having dinner, doing homework, taking showers, and getting ready, getting ready for bed. So there's about a three hour period at night where um, you would not think that I was in alignment or doing any kind of meditation. I look like a lunatic. I sound like a lunatic. That's okay because the rest of the day I'm totally awesome and <laughs> showing up authentically and amazingly. Um, so when I say that it's helping me show up better. I actually mean professionally in my daytime job. Now, there's lulls as an entrepreneur. There's lulls in when you're working a nine to five, when you're having a traditional job. And, you know, it's very hard sometimes to stay inspired at work. Like if it's not your company and you're just, you know, doing your job every day and showing up, um, you know, there's instances where you're going to feel uninspired. There's instances where you're frustrated. There's instances where you're like, I just don't want to do this anymore please God, let me win the lottery so I can just call it quits and do my own thing. Like that's kind of how, you know, it rolls in my head. Um, But doing these meditations and visualizing my day and refocusing my energy in the morning to be able to take a moment of silence and breathe in deeply and really just focus and recenter myself. I know that sounds woo woo and it sounds a little nuts, but I, I do really want to stress here that that has been tremendously helpful to me because in moments where I was frustrated or uninspired or didn't want to be bothered anymore and was just kind of checking out, this has actually helped to mitigate some of that. Um, so I think it's really important. I do think moving forward, it's going to be pretty impactful to me and it's helping me to recommit to things that are really important to me like this podcast. This podcast is wildly important to me, as you can tell, (laughs) because I do work quite a bit on it. um, And it's just, you know, there's times where I hit frustration levels. Um, Our one year anniversary of the podcast is in April. And to have one year of the podcast out in, in the universe for people to listen to, and hopefully it helps them in some way. It's important to me and it feels wonderful to have that. But at the same time, myself and, and I've talked to some of my podcast colleagues and it is a lot of work and in some instances it's very um it gets very like gr- like like trenching like grudge work because you day in and day out will work on your podcast you will record you will produce your own episodes for most of us we pr- for most of the podcasters out there we're producing our own episodes um and then to feel like you're not affecting change or to feel like nobody's listening, you know, like that you have these moments where you're like, is, is this even worth it anymore? Um, and you begin to question your, yourself. I myself question myself. You know, it happens all the time where I'm like, well, who, who do I think I am like doing this? Who do I think I am doing these things? And working through these affirmations and really helping to refocus myself does help to reinvigorate that inspiration there. So it's just, again, like overall, I really strongly recommend it. Um, and then even for the busy, busy moms, I, I have to get up at 530 to do my stuff. Um, if you are not a morning person, there is an evening routine you can do too. And if you don't have time in the evenings, because I don't usually have any energy in the evenings, um, there's also a lot of tips in here on how to affect a morning routine. Um, if you look at some of the most successful people in the world, they all get up super early and they all will have these really 
significant morning routines that they follow, follow. So it's definitely food for thought. If you haven't looked into it, I really just strongly, strongly recommend looking into it. Um, another thing that I've experienced, and I do want to call this out because I feel like we all do this, is that in my moments of frustration, I do turn to myself and look at myself and what I'm doing. And for example, I'll use the podcast again as an example where I'm like, I want this podcast to grow. I want this podcast to be something really big and not so much just because I'm like, oh, I, I think it's so wonderful. I think this is a unique podcast and that it could help a lot of women. And that's really the, the want and drive for growth. I think this could be something that impacts lives that helps women feel not alone. I think it's going to deliver, especially season two's guests as we're rolling them out. They are so strong and they're going to deliver such incredible messaging I think this is going to be such an important, important season for everyone to tune into. But with all that, I also have to wait. And the waiting kind of kills me a little bit because I just want it to be successful and big. And it kind of, it's frustrating for me. It gets frustrating. And again, then you get that whole, you know, comparisonitis, imposter syndrome and and the whole bit. So it's just incredibly important to really tune into, okay, well, if you want this to be a success, you actually have to work at it. Um, I had told a podcast colleague that um, in my deepest moments of what am I doing? Who do I think I am? You know, um, imposter syndrome. Um, in those moments where that was like really just getting me down, I would think to myself, well, Jenny, you know, what exactly are you doing to make it better? What are you doing? Besides complaining that it's not getting any better or complaining that you're listenership isn't growing as fast as you'd like. What are you doing to help? And I and I put that to all of you too. If there's something in your life that you're like, oh, this is horrible and it's not working and, and I don't like this. Well, what are you doing to make it better? Like I, we all can have moments of complaining and we can all have moments where we're like just, you know, frustrated and we want to vent. That's cool. Get it out. But what are you going to do to make it better? Don't just sit back. If you're that frustrated with it and you're that unhappy with something, don't sit back. You need to do something here. Part of the problem with um, you know, people taking vis- visualization and affirmations and, and meditation seriously is that people think that, well, I'm going to sit here for 20 minutes and think about the life that I want and I'm going to tell myself this is the life that I have, but then I'm going to get up and I'm going to be still in a bad headspace and I'm going to scream at my kids and my husband or I'm going to scream at my partner or I'm going to look around in my tiny apartment and be like, well, what the hell was that for? Like, I still live in this, you know, tiny place. Like, what are you going to do to help the train move along? Because part, there's like steps to all of this. Meditation is a big deal. That's one step, though affirmations is a big deal. That's one step. Make sure you're doing it correctly. Pick out the book (laughs) because there's a whole outline in there. Um, You know, meditation, affirmations, visualization, like, you know, journaling, reading. Reading is a big component to it too, because it's like, well, if you want so badly to be able to do something, or if you want to, you know, have your own business, or if you want to get a license for something, or if you want to go, you know, do something different from what you're doing, well, what are you doing to help that? How are you taking action here? Because it's like that old parable where you have this this poor, poor, poor man. And he's praying to God every day, please let me win the lottery. And he just continues on and every constantly bombarding with prayers, please let me win the lottery. 
And then one day when he's praying, the skies open up and, and he says to God, please, oh, is this my day to win the lottery? And God says to him, you need to buy a ticket. Hello. Like when I, I remember hearing that for the first time and thinking to myself, like, oh, you kind of have to meet, you got to meet this halfway. Like it, you can get into an alignment with meditation, but then your ears have to be open for those opportunities coming to you. And you have to be in tune with yourself to listen to that instinctual feeling where it's like, oh, I think I should have this conversation with that person. Or I think I should go to this event. Maybe there's somebody there waiting for me that I'm supposed to meet. Those are the things. These are all little pieces that you have to string together to really make it happen. Um, so I'm in the process of all this, along with all of you, if you are going down this path. Um, but strong recommend to pick up the book. Now, outside of my experience with The Miracle Morning, the other thing that I'm working on um, <laughs> is called Get Up and Move. Um, now, this in part um, was something that like my colleague and I had come up together and we're, she was complaining that she's not moving a lot during the day. And I was complaining about how I'd really like to see a better version of myself, just healthy and living longer. Um, and so we decided that we were going to make this little pact. And I'm actually coming up on my time where I need to get up and move. Um, made this little pact that for about 15 to 30 minutes every single day, we were going to stop and take a break and get up and move around. Now, it could be you're going out for a walk. She lives in a much better climate than me, so she can go for a walk every day. New Jersey at this time of year, you all know it. If you're living here, it is cold and dreary out and <laughs> not fun to walk outside. Um, but get up and move is really just get up and move. So I actually do have, I'm fortunate enough to have a treadmill. I can go into a treadmill. I can treadmill walk. I am able to lift weights at home. You can do a 10 minute yoga series. The point is, is just to get up and get out of your desk and move around. Because I feel like the majority of us that, especially if you're working from home, you're glued to your chair pretty much like 98% of the day. And that other 2% is bathroom and water. If you even remember, remember to drink water, because um, there was days where I would forget to drink. So I think the get up and move thing is really simple. It's super easy. And I want to just put it out there to all of you. Like even if you're working in an office, get up and stretch. You are not required to sit at your desk exactly eight to 10 hours a day. Like you can take a break. It will actually make you a better employee because it's going to refresh you. It's actually going to protect your eyesight because you're not staring at a screen all day. You do need to rest your eyes and look around, look away from your screen. I mean, there's so many benefits to it. And all it is is 10, it, 15 to 30 minutes. I think yesterday I only took 10 minutes because I was like feeling a little rushed and my anxiety was getting a little bad. So I was like, let me go back, but at least let me get up and do something. All it takes is that little tiny effort. Take that little small baby step in the right direction. You will start to feel like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can do something else too. Maybe it's a 10 minute walk at the end of the day. Whatever the case may be, make it so that you do get up and move around. Like this is incredibly important for you. Um, now, one other thing that I do want to plug because I've started um, reinvigorating my research here as well um, is in terms of diet. So um, you've heard you heard me on a prior episode talking about like my concerns around um, taking um, medications to you know induce weight loss and everything. I, I mean, I've done it. I have no judgment there. I've done it. I applaud you if you want to lose weight that way. Good for you if that's your route. But if you're really just trying to live a healthier lifestyle, you're not looking at the numbers, you're not looking at your size, you're really just, I want to be healthy, I want to have a really long life. That's kind of where I'm at. 
Now, granted, I would love to have my own little (laughs) 40-year-old mom, hot mom summer, but nevertheless, I am happy with being healthy and being strong. And in part with that, um, I had to remind myself most recently to make sure that I was, well, the water is always important. I do try to take about 60 ounces of water a day, which I know seems like a lot, but it's important because we should be getting 60 to 70. The other part to it is making sure that you have about 60 um, grams of protein a day. Now, it seem, it might seem like a lot. And for those of us who don't want to be counting and measuring um, you know, what you're eating to get your protein count in, I lean heavily on protein shakes to make sure I'm hitting that 60 mark. 60 mark. Um, because otherwise I have no idea and I don't know the the count. Plus I'm a vegetarian. So it's a little bit different for me to measure my protein because I'm getting most of my protein from beans. Um, and I don't actually know the measurements for that. So again, Jenny likes to simplify her life a little bit. So I go to the protein shakes. Totally fine. I have a raw vegan protein shake. It works for me. I was noticing that I wasn't, not only was I not losing weight, but I was starting to gain weight. And I'm like, this is a problem. For me personally, it was a problem. So I, um, <laughs> I, I started, I had to refresh my memory and, you know, as my mornings are always super busy, protein shake was like the best thing that I could possibly do. And then I can have a normal lunch because no one's home and I can actually focus on like eating something healthy. Um, so I wanted to plug that. If you feel like you're kind of getting stale in your health journey, take a look at what you're eating because what you're putting into your mouth is probably the most important thing. And I've heard that on in several other places where like, yeah, it's cool to exercise, but put what you're putting into your body is the having the most impact on you. So really take a look at that. And again, like I encourage you to don't look at the scale, you know, unless you absolutely have to don't look at the scale, like really focus on like, how are you feeling right now? What's your energy levels? Are you feeling happy? Like, this is where it's at. Um, and then the other part, I have these two um, Netflix series one of them actually I'm just finishing up right now. So um, I am vegetarian and um, my husband and I started on that journey about f- four years ago, roughly. We started really slow with cutting out um, red meat and pork, eventually chicken. He's a pescatarian now um, and he eats some seafood occasionally, um, but I'm vegetarian all the way and we try to really lean heavily on plant-based our kids are like a crapshoot. And I don't mean that in like a terrible way. I mean it in like, I really just try to get them to eat whatever I can. So I don't force vegetarian on them, but I do get excited when they like to eat the vegetarian food. Cause that's really, I'd really prefer them to go that route, but I'm not pushing them because they're so little still. Um, well, one of the things that I wanted to tell you guys is I had watched the part of the um, information that I had that really spurred this movement between me and my husband was this documentary called The Game Changers on Netflix. If you have any interest in just just educating yourself, I'm not even saying affecting change in your own personal diet, but if you really want to hear some more about this from some legitimate experts that actually show you legitimate science and data, check this documentary out. It really did change my whole perspective. The other documentary that I just started watching, and I'm on the last episode, is called, um, it's on Netflix. And I think if you just look up Blue Zones, it will come up. But this gentleman did a study around these places in the United States with the most concentrated level of people that are living to 100 plus. Now, the United States is has, I think, two areas that fall into this range, but not, but the people were not in their hundreds. I think it was closer to 80s and 90s, but it's a, just a concentrated area. And the thing that was unique about it is that 
it is a concentrated area. That's really what's unique. So this gentleman goes and travels to these places in Italy, Japan, United States, I believe Costa Rica was on there. And he looks at the lifestyles, he looks at the diets, he looks at the exercise. He really just gave an overall comprehensive study of like, what are these people doing in these different areas? How can we pull this from different areas and bring it to the United States? Like, what can we do to give ourselves longevity, gives ourselves better, healthier lifestyles? Now, I'm not saying these people were like super fit and they're exercising all the time. They're at the gym three hours a day. That's basically the opposite of what this was. These are just healthy people that were living longer lives and they were living these lives of joy and just very content, very happy. Um, so I'm still working on that series, but I strong recommend there as well. Um, as you can tell, I'm, I don't want to call it a kick, but I have reinvigorated my whole healthier lifestyle, just mental health, like the whole bit. Um, if you are listening to this and you have any book recommendations, or if there's anything that you're doing that you're like, Hey, Jenny, like this is actually pretty effective. Like I, I want you to take a look at this, send it my way. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, Jenny Benitez on LinkedIn. And then, um, I mean, you can check out our website too. I believe all of our links are there as well. So www.steelroseswomen.com. Um, I'd love to hear from you on this and what your journey has been, because I'm working on this every single day. And I needed to remind myself and refresh my own information around this. So um, I hope some of this information has been helpful to you guys. Again, like reach out if you have questions, if you just want to like chat it out, like I'm here for it. And um, I would love to hear from you guys. So I hope you all had a wonderful January starting 2024 off really strong. And let's continue on this journey together. Um, I thank you all for listening. And again, I hope you found this episode helpful. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. 